It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. It is Monday the 11th of April, and every single Monday the 11th of April, if indeed the Monday uh, lies on the correct fixture in the calendar, uh, we do a Luke and Pete Show, where we just talk about what we've been doing at the weekend, what we've been reading, what we've been smoking, what we've been loving, <laughs> and, uh, and that's it. It's the Luke and Pete Show. You didn't mention sweet beans, by the way. Do you want to just give and people... And we talk a... about su- yeah. th- how sweet our beans have been. Luke Moore, have your beans been nice and sweet this weekend? They're, they're always pretty pretty sweet the beans yeah i mean they are sweet sweet beans i was at a wedding at the weekend oh right um, okay nice so yeah it was um do you know what it was an absolute like sweet spot sweet bean spot of a wedding because mm. right. um i was we were late so we were always going to the evening yeah but we were a late addition to the day right i think right. we pulled out because of because of covid or whatever right and so okay. there was um so there were some room meat spots available um, which the Wi-Fi I have access to and I were very happy to fill. And that's yeah. just ideal because basically no one knows who you are. You've got no responsibilities. Mm. Um, normally there's loads of free food and drink. It's normally a nice place because it's a wedding and you can just enjoy church, yourself. Surely. And that's exactly what we did. <laughs> it's not in the church though, surely. Like if, nah. you're, if you're eating in the service, I think. No, you, you can't bring your own snacks. Wrong. Okay. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> right. cinema. Like you. caramel popcorn. I'm yeah. just having some caramel popcorn. I don't care what, yeah. what I'm rustling. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was cool because like um, it was in the middle of the countryside and it was one of those mm. venues where it's all encompassed into one venue. So like they have, it's a nice, beautiful converted barn. So they have the service in there. Then you go nice. outside and it was a really lovely day, which is lucky. And yes. then you go and do photos and they change the venue around. They kind of, what's it called? Yeah, they kind of turn it around so that it becomes like the reception venue and then the bar and the dance room mm. and that kind of stuff. So you didn't really have to think about anything or do anything. Um, and it was fun. It was not so fun. And it was, it was outside like, of the wonderfully underrated town slash city of Norwich, which yes. people never so, really talk about when I talk about the best places in England, but it's a really lovely place. It is, yeah. Norwich, um, it, the town centre or the city centre, is uh, bloody lovely. It's a bloody good night out. Uh, is it? Think, Talk to me about the night out. I didn't have, I didn't experience the pleasure of the night out. Went to an indie club with my partner. She got very drunk and um, did that wonderful um, uh, partner thing where they're too drunk to stand up, uh, so they just sort of sandbag all the way home. You got to kind of carry them. Was this uh, since about two thousand three? A rare bit of performance. <laughs> Uh, art from uh, my partner that 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 weekend, which is before Christmas, it was fun. Saw Jack Met, King of Norwich what? in there. You being serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I was me. walking through Norwich City Centre yesterday, and I saw Jack. 
do you reckon he's like the mayor? Do you reckon he's yeah. just all... Because I, I always sort of go... Because like, he's such a, a, a big swinging deal... Uh, around stacked towers, I sort of go. Norwich is like quite a strange place for him to live. You'd think you just assume because of my own uh, stereotypes and uh, preconce- preconceived ideas about creators and influencers and famous people that they would live in London. You know what I mean? Especially as a West Ham fan as well. I just always yeah. think he'd be living in London. But yeah. no, he's staying true to his roots. He's living in Norwich, as is you know a few other people in the the happy hour uh, setup as well. It's 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 cracking stuff. He's well, the mayor. Of, he's the mayor of Norwich. <laughs> speaking of that as well, like no word of a lie. About f- 10 minutes before that, yeah. we were walking along the river, turned the corner, and there was a lovely pub on the river. Saw mm. Robbie Knox, didn't I? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'm Robbie Knox was, I saw Robbie Knox that night as well. But, I mean, they were together at that no, point. No, so these guys mean... weren't even together. Right. And I, I, I then saw Jack, and then Jack was like, oh, yeah, Robbie just texted her, and he just seen you. It's like the <laughs> like Truman Show. Uh, did, he, did he text? That sounds like a warning text to me, Luke. Yeah, keep an eye out, because he's on the prowl. He's on the prowl. Yeah, oh yeah, to yeah. You off. Well, yeah, um, Norwich is cracking. Mate, we we should probably mention. So because we're we're recording in, in advance and because you know schedules mm. is really difficult. So we try and keep this as kind of non time sensitive as possible. Yeah. By the time this has come out, this will probably be old news. But I cannot not talk to you about um, about Will Smith and Chris Rock. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this show's, this show's coming out on the eleventh of April. <laughs> Um, and, and, maybe they'll uh, done it again by then. Maybe, maybe they'll have a celebrity <laughs> boxing match by then. What would yeah. they have done to sort it out between now and then? Predict it now. Um, I don't. I think Chris Rock will have a good half an hour of a stage show. He'll want to. You know, he'll. Will Smith gets a bit out of it. He looks like the hard man. Chris Rock. He gets half an hour of a special. Uh, and and this this show slaps. It'll say, uh, <laughs> and it'll be on Netflix. And it'll just be yeah. I couldn't believe what I was watching, and I, the first thing I thought to myself was, "Imagine if he had knocked him out cold. What would the rest of the service? What would the rest of the? I mean, I suppose he could have, just, <laughs> would have been carried off, and it would have carried on. But I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, I think the diff. I think the difference in because uh, I thought it was a punch at the st- uh, when I when I first saw it, and I was like, "God, Hollywood's different, isn't it?" <laughs> when you yeah. when you punch someone in Hollywood, you go spark out. Uh, but it's and quite it makes, hard it makes to a really satisfying out. noise, doesn't it? As well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, no, it was it was a slap. It was it was a weird way to start the morning, and and I fear that even it's it's eleven thirty three, some ten hours uh, after after this happened or whatever, and um, it's it's just it, it's it like everything's already been done. <laughs> Hasn't it? The There's not a single quick, thing we can it? say yeah. right now. Everything's yeah. already been done. Every meme, every bit. Imagine if you were in the business of memes, and bearing in mind <laughs> you'd probably be staying up for the. Like, like, imagine if you'd slept in to like ten o'clock this morning because it's, it's a Monday. Nothing ever good happens on a bloody Monday. I'm going to stay in. Oh God, I've got I've got five minutes to cut out fifty heads from I Am Legend <laughs> and stick yeah, them on stuff. Yeah. We're oh, looking at terrible. you, people at Joe.com. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Pete, Pete, I like that really... I mean, listen, people will send us loads of emails about this issue, and we won't get to those emails until about July. So, no, exactly, um, you're right. We make no apology for it. And some news is just... It just completely transcends the news cycle. And it's, <laughs> it's, a big, it's a big deal. So anyway, forgive us for that. But Pete, what I do like there is that you've just said... You just... Like, like most people just have the option of just staying in bed on the Monday. Oh, nothing because it happens on the Monday, so I'm going to stay in bed. Most people have actual jobs, mate. You know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah, but... <sighs> 
but the Zoom uh, uh, generation of content creators, they can make their own hours a little bit. And, 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 and creative pr- people generally sort of stay up a little bit later. I'm massively generalising there. You, you would have been up early, you would have been up early this morning, right? Because you were doing the show Ramble this morning. Yeah, I was like, I was in the shower going, well, this has bummed me. I, I, to be honest, more than anything else, it's bummed me out. What, <laughs> it's like, out. what time, you, what time the alarm, was the alarm set for? Uh, quarter to seven. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's so, just, um, and I what could have you, created what you lots like, of memes. What are you like in like the first half hour after getting up? Are you like I, up and at them straight away, just get it done? Or are you like, do you potter around? Now, I, um, if, I, if I find myself messing with the dishwasher, I know I'm pottering. Yeah, that's the, that's the <laughs> cut off, is it? Yeah, if I if I start dicking about the dishwasher, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm pop, I'm I'm I'm, I'm just bimbling around, really. Aren't I? Um, yeah, I I am. Um, I think I think Monday is a gen. I, I I don't mind getting up early at all. Now these days, I'm a completely different animal. But Mondays, I just never get enough sleep. I just never hmm. get enough. Like we, me and my partner, the aforementioned drunkard, had a <laughs> that you have access to. I have access to. I had uh, a, a bit of a, a squabble about um, the noise that Chad out of is it Chad or Chaz out of um, Morph made um, just before I went to bed, and that was a bit of fun. And I was like, "Oh well, I hope I sleep after that." Um, it's Chaz, isn't it? It's is Chaz. <laughs> is it Chaz? Yeah, I mean, that, that's that, that. I had to really force myself to answer that question because <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about here. Me and my partner had an argument about the noise <laughs> that Chaz makes. And I the thought wonder like, she's turned to the drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, he definitely sounds like this. And she said it isn't. It's it's Yeah. And uh and 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 the only text I've had from Meanwhile, Rome burns. Meanwhile, this is the message I got from her at well, while I was doing the ramble. So yeah, that's what noisy. That's yeah, what noisy makes. That's, that's the how, noise. how yeah. 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 So she she was very she she said it was like that. I said it was bah, 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 bah. Uh, and and then that's what we went to bed on, having a bit of a silly squabble about Never that. Never had a sleep so, on an argument. It's particularly one <laughs> as, sleep, as, as serious as that. As asinine as that. Yeah. Do most of your exactly. arguments involve plasticine figures? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <anything> really. <laughs> so so you you um you, you do tend to potter a little bit around when when that. When, when you have to kind of... Because to me, I don't actually mind getting up early. For me, it's like, when you wake up, when you first wake up, you can tell within about three or four seconds whether you're going to be really tired or not. And yeah. that's, that's kind of, that's life, right? Particularly on Monday, as you said, because what you're alluding to there is the fact there's no reason for you to be tired on a Sunday, really, because no. you probably had a nice sleep on the Sunday morning if, you, if you're very lucky. And so Monday, mm. the cycle starts again. But, mate, speaking of this, on Friday, I, was, I caught up with a friend of mine. I hadn't seen him for a, a wee while. I went for a coffee in, uh, in town. And he's been the producer of a national breakfast show for nine years. Mm. And he, um, he, his alarm is set every Monday morning for, I think, 3.20. Absolutely sickening. Yeah. And he said, after nine years, it's still, it's still, the dread is still totally real. And he said, because he refuses to sacrifice, he's, he's a bit younger than us. He'd probably be mm. five, ten years younger than us. He said he refuses to sacrifice a nice life because he's got a wife and friends and stuff like that. He mm. just, he just, weekends are totally normal. He just gets, he mm. just gets the big fear on the Sunday night and the blues on the Monday morning, and mm. he squeezes in a little nap on the in the afternoons when he's finished on the breakfast show. Yeah. Um, but it's it's tough that there's just no getting used to it. I don't think. 
that that sort of three pm to half past five pm sleep uh, as a you know I did it for about eighteen months, maybe two years on the breakfast show, and I didn't even have to get up that early. Jesus Christ! I mean, wow. Um, is the deepest, loveliest it's sleep you'll ever though. have. It's totally disorientating. Yeah. It's a proper, like, where the fuck am I kind of sleep. It's like yeah. post Glastonbury sleeping on your bed for the first time in three or four days. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's an amazingly deep sleep, like nothing else. It's bizarre how different it's it like is. It's like a jet lag sleep, isn't it? It's like a proper jet lag sleep. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, I cannot imagine. Um, with certain breakfast shows, and I'm fairly certain which breakfast show you're talking about, um, if you got up at half past five, would it be any different? Well, I don't think... <laughs> well, I don't think... That... In many ways, you're working with limited presenters sometimes. Listeners can't see my eyebrows <laughs> raising there. But I think, I think you know, to answer this... I to, mean, what, to, why to... research that show? They're not going to read it. Well, actually, if, if reports are to be believed, it's actually the opposite to that, and it's, everything is just read as it's written. Okay, right. Uh, um, I don't think the presenters need to be there till... 5.30. And don't forget, yeah. by the way, these days, Matt, I don't want to do the whole show speaking in code, but don't forget, it's not always that presenter, is it now? Oh, no, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so yeah. Um, I think I think you can get there for like five. But when I, when I was doing breakfast stuff, not nowhere near as long or as uh, intense as what you did, when I was doing it, it was, yeah, I just, I just thought to myself, I can't really, I can't really see myself sticking at this. But the, I mean, for those listening to us who don't really know much about radio at all, because why would you? Because you, you know, you've got actual proper lives. Um, it's the it's the flagship show, right? So what happens yeah. is people who get on it, whether they're producing or hosting, if they get offered a job, they don't feel like they can turn it down because there are there is no bigger show in radio. Mm-hmm. And then once you get it and have it for a while, it's like you don't really want to go to another show because every show, by definition, is smaller and less it's smaller, yeah, yeah, and less kind of um, reputable. So yeah, it's it's a funny one. I know that Rick, um, who we do a show with, Eureka, does um, the breakfast on Five Live now. I think he's found it. You know, it's a real, real tough. Tough ask, you know. Um, and the other thing about it is... Is it tougher than doing the Weekender on XFM 15 years oh, ago? Oh, probably not. I didn't even bother bringing that up, Pete. I don't, that is... <laughs> listen, mate, that's properly specialist. But but what I wanted to make out clear really, really, really quickly on this discussion is because in many jobs, and I've had several of these jobs, and there's nothing wrong with them or anything like that, in many jobs, you can go, do you know what? I'll just turn up. As long as I'm there in body... I don't mm-hmm. need to be there in mind and spirit. It's fine. Yep. Obviously, you can't have a live radio show. So, no, so it's actually quite hard work one. as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, like, and, and those kind of shows, there's so much stuff. I mean, quite apart from, you know, it, it may look, sound flabby sometimes by virtue of the fact that, you know, certain presenters are have a different style. But, like, you have to throw so many... Uh, People on the phone, people on Zoom, yeah. uh, 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 news cuttings, uh, adverts, commercial messaging. Like, it is such a difficult job uh, to put that together. And again, when you work with different presenters with different styles, like, there are presenters who are better at that than, than, than other presenters, I suppose. And some you have to sort of over prep and under prep. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very You difficult. are looking at someone who was actually very poor at that. So I totally understand. It was, I found when I presented and hosted on my own, it's, there's just so much to remember and so mm. much to do. It's, it felt to me like a less jeopardy-infused version of flying a plane. Like, there's just so much to do. Like, you got to look there, you got to look there. Hands here, there's someone talking in that ear, there's someone down there. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's mad, absolutely fucking mad. And you do it mm. on, the, on your wits, basically. Mm. Um so anyway, anyway, so I was at a wedding at the weekend. What did you get up to at the weekend, Peter? I was Apart also from arguing about morph. 
I was also in a place near uh, Norwich. Now, where was it? It was near Dis, which is near. Oh, Norwich. Dis. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah it's near there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was kind of around that kind of uh, that kind of uh, caper. It was around. Let's have a look. Near sort of your your Lowestoft and places like that. That's not too far for you to go from where you live, right? Because that's Lowestoft in Suffolk, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was. Um, it was quite. Uh, it, it was still was quite, it a, indie bar, quite was a drive. It? Wasn't another indie bar. No, it was uh, my partner's uh, mum's sort of Mother's Day sort of celebration. We were just in a what, bar. And that as wasn't well. an indie bar. That wasn't an indie bar. I know, right? <laughs> Celebrate your mother by eighty smash well. B line disaster on the gym. <laughs> they, um, yeah, we were just in this cottage. Well, not cottage, like a farmhouse, basically. It's like loads of bedrooms uh, in the middle of nowhere. Had a, a big football goal. Um, I kicked the ball into the uh, into the river, and I fell quite considerably into a load of nettles and so I had nettle stings all on my bum my tiny boy's bum and all up my arm and all up my left leg and uh, they all went up into big welts it's just like it was a disaster did you I have to have an antihistamine um, somebody found some antihistamine gel which I rubbed on myself and it worked it worked a treat but it was I, I still feel a tingle in my hand just... is it because is it, as, as a kind of regularly normally functioning adult mm. I don't think I've really stung myself with a stinging nettle for about 30 no. years is it still painful that's what I mean I f- presume because every now and again you'll get you'll get a little you know a little bit on the back of your hand or something but falling with pressure into them so that every single yeah. little needle goes how into you how did you do that um, I was I was trying to retrieve a ball from a river um, with a stick <laughs> with, a, with a shepherd's crook um, and uh, I was trying to get it out and, and yeah I just fell hand leg bum and I was like Jesus this hurts more than I and it tingles with fiery tingling and I was like wow this is... what do you think your mother-in-law thinks about that uh, I don't know I think we get on <laughs> oh sharing a little joke I was I, the, the, this big sort of they had this big barn and they had so many different little rooms in this barn and they're not used to people clambering around and willing to oh, they're going to get used to it if you're there Climb into crawl spaces, climb onto ceilings and stuff. Look into sort of partitions that they think they thought they blocked off from me. I found a unicycle, which is a swerve. <laughs> I found a load of like scooters and stuff, a um, load of table tennis balls, um, some uh, loads of uh, some naughty lads had clearly been there because there was some. I don't know where these made it home because I stole some of them. Um, unused uh, um, laughing gas canisters. What? Boxes of them. That's like currency for the kids nowadays. Hippie crack. Hippie crack in a barn. I found an absolute stash of them. There must have been about 150 of those canisters. Now, what's the street value of those? That's what I want to know. I, I genuinely have no idea. No. I mean, what, what, why, did, why did you steal some? Because I wanted them. Because, <laughs> again, I, I the valuable on there. The reason I ask about, about your mother-in-law, <clears throat> because she's looking forward to a nice Mother's Day. Yeah. And I, I'm off made on hippie crack. Yeah, I just don't think that the vibe. she thought her Mother's Day would involve stinging nettles, antihistamine gel, a shepherd's crook and a football in a river, a unicycle, a yeah. load of um, nitrous oxide canisters, and theft, and crawl mm. spaces. And, and that's just in the last 30 seconds you've told me that. <laughs> uh, God knows what happened the rest of the fucking weekend. I, I, I made a lovely fire outside. That was, uh, that was fun. That was uh, strong, strong... Manly work, I would say. Yeah. Absolutely well, destroyed it. Um, could you tell us a bit more about that very quickly? Just started it, started a big fire, uh, nearly fell in it, 
because it was the slippy ground. <laughs> anything uh, to get rid of these stinging nettle stings. Any- <laughs> I'll burn my arse so off. hard. <laughs> yeah, we toasted marshmallows. It was cracking. That's not, that's not the name of the dog. That's actual no, marshmallows. Yeah. No, I think we saw a, a, an otter or a wombat running around. Do we have wombats? I don't know. Uh, some creature running around uh, the, the place. Nice. A lot of frogs. A lot of. Uh, we had what? What's like a small deer that everyone seems to know the fucking name of? Oh, apart Munchak. from me. Yeah. What? What's this? What is it? Butt Jack? Mutt Jack? What's this? Munt Jack. Munt Jack. Yeah. It's a word I've never heard before, but everyone in the family <laughs> seems to bloody know it. Oh, it's a Munt Jack. Like, what? What the fuck is a Munt Jack? Why does everyone know this word? Yeah, I, I saw Munchaks. Me and my mate Tommy were in um, Epping Forest um, having a walk, and uh, mm. we, they've got their Munchaks there. They've got, they're basically invasive species, and they're originally right. from um, the Far East, like China yeah. or something. Yeah. And um, I guess they just got no natural predators, but they've got quite weird upturned teeth, I think. They're quite weird to look yeah. at. They're like little pygmy deer, basically. Right. Um, why couldn't... Why? Co- I mean, presumably they're big enough we could probably get rid of them if we wanted to. If they're invasive species... Yeah, I'm not really sure what the policy is. There will be a policy, I'm sure. Um, oh, weirdly, speaking of deers, I saw a whole deer spark out, well, dead, spark out on the side of a road. Yeah. Like, and I think that's the biggest skin on dead thing I've ever seen. Did you, you, know what I mean? that, did you take that home with you as well? Didn't tell that home with me, no. But it, was, but it must have absolutely totaled the car because oh, it mate. was massive. Yeah. Have you ever seen that video of that moose walking down the middle of the highway in Alaska? <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. I'll get. I'll get Roy to put it on the social. It's, I mean, it's absolutely unbelievable. It looks like a camera trick. If you drive into that, it's so big. Mm. I say, if you're going up to thirty miles an hour, the moose probably wouldn't even notice. Yeah, yeah. So imagine that. I mean, a deer is a deer is big enough, but this moose is probably to the antler. Probably, I don't know, between ten and twelve feet tall. It's incredible. It's but, but very quickly before we take a break, just going back to that wedding, I wanted to say that. Um, one of the cool, one of the cool things that happens at a wedding was brilliant, and and it's always a bonus when it does happen. So there was a couple there who obviously I'd never met before, and I'll probably never see again, and I won't name their names partly because it's not fair, but also because I genuinely can't remember. Um, and she was a friend of I think the bride, right? And she, right? She had a she was bringing she brought this guy along, and it was only like their second date. Mm. And she was at the, at the kind of at the stage of when he was going to the bar or going to the toilet. She was like saying to everyone, "What do you think of him? What do you think of him?" And it was like really interesting <laughs> to listen to all the all the girls talking about the guy. And I was thinking, "Oh God, I can't imagine what they say about me when I'm not at the table." Can you but imagine? Like, yeah, and that guy was probably all right, wasn't he? Oh, he was a really nice fellow. Yeah, and he had a, he had a cracking ass. You know. Yeah. Okay. And I said that. So he's got his ass looks very nice in his trousers. She said, "Yeah, yeah, he used to be a bit of a footballer." I was like, "Yeah, he looks great." Um, it was really, really enjoyable to um, basically uh, judge one of my fellow men in the company of loads of other people that he didn't, yeah. he, the way he didn't know about it. But I think it, by the end of the day, he had really won everyone over. He kind of charmed everyone mm. uh, because he spilt a drink. Yeah. Um, but he made like a really fun joke out of it and was really apologetic and nice. And everyone kind of felt like he had a bit of nice bit of character about him. Yeah. And uh, so he kind of won the crowd over. And I think he, d- he didn't uh, suck off. For fuck's sake, James, get it together. <laughs> <laughs> fucking simple stuff. Fucking cunt. And then slapped himself in the face. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then, and then wet himself. <laughs> but one thing he was drinking, which was odd. And in all my days of being in bars, and I, you know, mm. there's been several, he was drinking a gin and coke. Oh, what? Which, which, I'll be honest with you. I, that, look, I don't care if he rum. I don't care if he's the friend of the Dalai Lama and had the best ass in the world. I think that is 
on a list behaviour. <laughs> Maybe gin and coke is what gives you a really nice ass, Pete. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, get your uh, get your wedding tales in. I don't want to hear the old, the usual ones. I want to hear ones about people you've met that have been just the most fascinating characters. They're single serve friends, aren't they? You get you're, mm. you're stuck with them for a whole day. You can't do anything about it, and then you never see them again. And it's an amazing aspect of of modern. Uh, social life and it's an mm. interesting uh, hotbed story so hello mm. at lukeandpeetshow.com get those in and if you've got break... a nice ass DM us yeah why not DM, well, DM you DM you DM you yeah. great you're the one who needs it um, <laughs> you, you need tips on yeah. how to get, a, get an ass um, and we're going to have a quick break when we come back we'll do an email um, that's already been sent in it's a good one you'll like it you'll enjoy it so stick around and we'll see you in a minute lovely A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And we're back with the Luke and Pete show. Uh, you mentioned, uh, well, um, Moose, and you mentioned uh, Chris Rock and Will Smith earlier on, uh, yeah. just before we jump into the emails, uh, Lucky Moore. Um, I think David Badil this morning, I mean, I don't necessarily like his Twitter output usually, but it made me laugh that he said it's, it's not the best um, on stage um, slap out. Um, when Jerry Sadowitz did the um, Just for Laughs uh, award show in like. Uh, in the late 90s he went on stage said good, good evening moose fuckers and then got sparked out <laughs> well, well if you listen if you book Jerry Salowitz that's yeah. what you're gonna get I've seen Jerry Salowitz and it was I saw him at a festival and it was absolutely fucking bizarre like it was like and I know that people who know his work well um, will just roll their eyes and go well, yeah but that's what it's all about yeah. but it was like he had I actually really admired it in a way. It was like he had gone on stage to do, ostensibly do some magic tricks and do a bit of shtick. 
But he was like, he was purposely trying to make everyone as uncomfortable as possible. And that was like his art. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, was like, it was like, it was like, I, mean, I don't really want to go into the subject matter because people will just get fucking, you know, offended or whatever, especially if they're listening to it on their, on their way to work or something. But it was like, just think of the worst subjects you can think of yeah. and combine that with the most inappropriate thing you could ever imagine saying and just tell loads of jokes about it over and over again until it's so awkward He's like, it was like, he was the only person, I guess you could call him a comedian. He's the only comedian I've ever seen who genuinely, like, legitimately wanted you to not have a good time. <laughs> and and <laughs> I think you can only admire that, because it's art, his, I guess it's uh, art, isn't it? His crowning glory for me was just coming up, I think it was him, cr- coming out on stage with a hammer and a, and a nail. Was it, yeah, it was a nail, yeah, a hammer and a nail, and he just um, went at the front of the stage and just smashed this massive nail into the, uh, into the wall. And went first things first. I don't give a fuck, and then just started. His... <laughs> fuck yeah! Now. But, but but one of the things I found interesting about him, I, I mean, I'm, this is going back a few years now, so my memory might not be amazing. I, I vaguely remember him being like a genuinely really good magician. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He's respected. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and it was like a weird combination <laughs> of like because uh... ma- magic. If magic is a kind of odd thing anyway. We've talked about this before, how like it seems to have been that magic magicians have had to go cool, haven't they, in street? Yeah. Because I think people just think it's a little bit outdated, a little bit kind of pervy. Mm. Um, but Sadowitz is, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, you might as well be rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic calling the Sadowitz. Because <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely mad. I don't, I don't even, is he still doing his thing? Is he still around? I'm not sure. Is he... he died, he died. Uh, oh, did recently. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. He was, he, he was, um, I just checked, Pete, he's not dead. What? He's not dead. What are you talking about? I thought about? he was dead. Oh, no, nuts. he's not dead. Oh, well, maybe not. He's still with us. Sorry, Jerry. <laughs> Who are you thinking about? <laughs> he's coming for you, boy. He Uh-oh. is coming for you, boy. He's already 60. I thought he was older. Oh, well, good on him. You can't get older than dead. So, yes, I'll, I've, yeah, as I said to you before the break, I want to do, um, I want to do an email. It's hello at lukeandpeachshow.com for the address, as you know. And this has taken us back a fair amount, Pete, as you well know, um... You know, people pick up on our chat because they're a bit behind on the episodes or they're, they're, mm. they didn't get round to emailing in before. But someone's emailed in about um, peers, the longest peers in the world, because you okay. talked about South End Pier, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I cannot look. I can only go on what information I was given. Hmm. Uh, so I don't so know. Matt, there is the longest pier. Our, fr- our friend Matt has been in touch with some helpful clarification. Okay. Which I think is probably going to appeal to no one other than me, but yep. I'm, I'm reading it, Matt, so you've, mm-hmm. you've, you've, hit, you've hit the uh, sweet spot. Um, he says, hi guys, loving the pod. The longest pleasure pier in the world is South End. It's 2.1 kilometres or 1.3 miles, depending on what you prefer. <clears throat> the longest wooden pier is at Bustleton, Australia, which is two kilometres, which has got an underwater observatory uh, and webcam, so you can watch the fish in the sea if you want. Uh, but the longest... Pier in total is a disembarkation pier in Mexico, which is actually goes four miles out into the ocean. Right. Okay. So That's... it is. So South End is the longest pleasure pier in the world. But who knew there were so many denominations of pier? The mm. South End satisfies one of them, but isn't the longest anywhere in the world. So how do you feel about that, Pete? Have you been to South End Pier recently? Uh, yeah, very recently, and it's and it is a, a pleasurable experience. But I mean, who's to say where you find pleasure in life? You could find, you find pleasure in, in, on that Mexico pier. You could sort of, you may enjoy engineering, you may enjoy um, joinery, you may enjoy just a nice long four mile walk. So, I would uh, I would argue that's still a pleasure pier for me. 
Yeah, because yeah, I suppose you're right. It's a really mm. good point because some people might feel it's a bit disrespectful to go. Well, I'm having a fucking very pleasurable time on this disembarkation <laughs> pit. Thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely right. <laughs> did, did you define before we go? Did you define any pleasure from um, getting stung by stinging nettles? Did part of you go? Oh, that feels nice. Oh, like a little kinky little yeah. kink. I I could see why someone would use it in. Uh, a kinky, a kinky little display because it because it does stick around. It a kinky that little display. A kinky little display, and it really sort of like wow, it's really uh, yeah. The piquancy is uh, it's quite high. It's quite my, fa- my favourite genre of uh, stinging nettle encounters is when dads pull a stinging nettle out and try and show the kids that if you rub the stinging nettles one way, you don't get stung, but they always get it wrong and sting themselves. <laughs> is that true? People you know that. Okay. So if you, if, you, if you get a stinging nettle um, plant, yeah. And I think it's if you rub your fingers a certain way, right. the spines are pointing the other way, so you don't get stung. Right. So it's like okay. a little trick you can do to kids. Like, oh, look at this. I'm, I don't get stung by stinging nettles. So you rub your fingers up it. Yeah. But obviously, I think that the, the general knowledge of how it works is quite poor, mm. and um, you've got a 50-50 chance of just <laughs> hammering your fingers. And, and in my mind, every dad just gets it wrong every time. Yeah. And, and it's certainly in my situation, not a lot of dock leaves kicking around. That's that's isn't nature an amazing thing? Well, less amazing when you've hurt yourself on Saturday. Yeah, but I don't think you know what a dock leaf looks like, do you? Yeah, I know what a dock leaf looks like, mate. Yeah, of course I do. Did it's you, big, did you it's think... just a big leaf that's found next to, and I think it doesn't need to be even a, a dock leaf, does it? it? Isn't it just like a big wet leaf that managed to, will dislodge some of the spikies? I think that. Oh, is it? That's. I good don't noise. think there's any kind. That. There's probably some kind of antibiotic or antibacterial um, agent to every leaf, and I don't think dock leaves have more or less than the other. And if you are a leaf guy or gal, I don't. I don't care. I just. I, I'm I... going to spout. Absolute shite about your favourite leaves, <laughs> the, the, and you, and you know what? I'm not even going to read them out on the show. The so, sheer amount of times that you will, to a casual listener, make out that you know stuff about shit that you don't know anything about is unbelievable. Yep. Oh, like, it's probably like you probably don't need to drink any water. It's like where's that come from? I think the cat. Yeah, but what what I think I think is great, <laughs> and <laughs> and but but did you see when I was confident about? You know, ten minutes ago about Derry, Jerry Sadowitz, I, I shouldn't be confident, should I? Really, because I didn't know a bloody thing about him. I thought he died. But you don't hedge. That's your problem. The no. difference between you and me is you don't hedge enough. You just got to go. Mm. Oh, I'm not sure if he's still around. I think I think I might have heard this or I might have heard that. And you just mm. move on. You're so in there. Bang. This is what I think. It comes back to bite you. I yeah, just because you couch it in little, little kind of like clever language, so you don't, so nobody tells you off. Absolute fence sitter. It's not clever. It's not clever. Um, I like the idea of you just stumbling back into the um, into the house that you lovingly um, stayed in for your mother-in-law's Mother's Day, mm. uh, soaking wet, football under your arm, stinging nettles stings all over your body, just going, slam your hand on the table in the kitchen, just give me all the laughing gas you got. Give me. <laughs> there were so many little little vials, I, I, and I stole them, and then she said, "Put it." She did then. Uh, so I said, "Put them back." I went, I'm yeah. not putting them back. I'm, I'm keeping them. But I do not. I think she may have put them back herself. Yeah. But I hope she didn't put them in like a place everyone could see. Then it's going to yeah. look like we've been doing laughing gas. I think this oh. whole thing is an elaborate bluff, knowing you. Uh, <laughs> let's get out of here, Peter. I've fallen uh, foul of an addiction. We're back on. We'll, we'll be back on Thursday when um, it seems to me that Easter is rolling around very, very quickly mm. indeed, as it seems to happen every year. We'll do some battery brands on Thursday. We'll look forward to Good Friday, of course. Uh, how can you not look forward to a day that's called Good Friday? Mm. Um, 
But until then, we'd love you to look after yourselves and each other. Have a lovely week. Uh, get in touch with us at hello at lukeandpeteshow.com if you want to email in. Leave us a review and a five-star little rating wherever you listen to your pods because that would be really helpful. And, uh, yeah, stay safe and we'll see you on Thursday. Would you like to say goodbye as well, Peter? Farewell. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.